0: Hey, wedding confessionals listeners. It's Brooke and Pammy. Hi. Just coming in early to remind you of our new um, sticker and photo giveaway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the way it works is that all you have to do is go to your podcast provider, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. Podbean. Yeah, we're not going to mm-hmm. make Pam list them. That happens at the end of the <laughs> show. <laughs> Oh boy. So from there, you just rate and review us. And you give us the five stars or whatever it is in your specific podcast provider. And then you take a screen grab of that and you email us. What's our email address, Pam? weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Yes. You email us a screen grab of your rate and review. And then you also include your mailing address. In return, we will send you a wedding confessional sticker mm-hmm. and, and a picture of Ruth. Oh my gosh. She's a star. She is. She's a star of the show. We thought about maybe a picture of us like having fun at our own weddings but then we realized in the end you You just want pictures of Ruth. Pretty much. And we're here for that. Yeah. And we accept it. We'll provide. Yeah, we will provide. The listeners have demanded more Ruth in their (laughs) lives and we've found a way to give it to them. Yes. (laughs) So again, just to recap, go to your podcast provider, rate and review, take a screen grab, email us at Wedding Confessionals at gmail.com. And you leave us that screen grab, you give us that email or get that mailing address, and we will give you what two things, Pammy? A sticker and a picture of Ruth. Oh, I'm so excited for everyone. Also, <laughs> we have to do this photo shoot. I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> um, and that's it. Enjoy the show, guys. Bye. Bye. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy
1: nuisances. Rational, it's wedding confessionals.
0: Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking about weddings. <gasps> Yay! so um pam we have a new guest with us today yes coming to us from new york city right that's right right on across the country
2: (laughs) new york city yes
0: technology is (laughs) amazing so um this is chris shelley he is a professional officiant and um has a new book that just came out and it's called the best ceremony ever
1: Heck yeah. So we're going
0: to talk about that as well. I as can't wait. All his stuff. So clearly he knows a lot about weddings. I think so. Yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. And to any of thank our new you. listeners. Thank you for joining us, Chris. To our new listeners, just to let you know how the show works. Basically, um, listeners submit um, anonymous confessionals. Sometimes they're rants. Sometimes they're questions. Funny yes
1: stories. Funny stories from the past. Yeah.
0: And... um They submit them to us and we read them aloud and we help them with whatever dilemma they have or laugh along with them when it's something ridiculous. But every episode, (laughs) we'd like to have a guest um, to help us go through those confessionals. Yes. But first, we need to get to know our guests. We understand what kind of advice they're giving, what Mm -hmm. their background Mm -hmm. is, what their thought process Mm -hmm. is, and to make sure that they genuinely love weddings. <laughs> spoiler they always do yes <laughs> um so um chris clearly professional officiant and um an author of a book about weddings you're into this but we want to start from the beginning so um how old were you when you went to your first wedding
2: oh wow i was the first one i remember i was i think 10 or 11 uh-huh and it was my dad's second marriage second wedding Okay. I was the ring bearer, Okay, I Aww. barely understood what that meant. <laughs> <Right>. That's, <laughs> the That's the first one I remember. And it was in the church where I had gone to school. Um, we, I went to a, a school affiliated with the church. And so on the one hand, it felt very natural and very uh, comfortable for me to be somewhere I felt so at home. At the same time, it felt very weird because I didn't understand this whole thing. I didn't understand completely what was happening. What was yeah. going
1: on, uh, Yeah. So, yeah,
0: did yeah. you but you held on to the ring. You didn't lose it as a tag I didn't lose it. Okay. I
2: didn't lose it. I was I I held on to it for the 10 minutes or so. They they trusted me with it.
0: Success. And uh, it worked out. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Do you um do you remember the reception at all? Like do you remember dancing or eating cake?
2: I don't. I honestly don't remember a thing past the ceremony. <laughs> I really don't. If there was a party, um I think they had something rather subdued. I'm sort of remembering something at their home, like a small amount of people came over if I'm remembering it correctly, which it was so long ago. Yeah. 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 So it's not like that wedding sparked this whole career choice. That was, you know, decades <laughs> before I got anywhere near this business.
0: Yeah. It's interesting yeah. Um, as we go along, how many people's first weddings are attending their parents' second yeah. wedding. It's yeah. kind of an interesting phenomenon that comes up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, a, I guess, kind of our generation, you know, that's how it works. Um, so, um, looking ahead, did you go to a lot of weddings when you were a kid? Do you come from like a big family?
2: No, I'm, I was an only child until I was 20. So no, very small family. I only remember a handful of weddings I attended and, uh, only a few of them seemed to be quote unquote normal weddings.
3: I feel like I was <laughs> exposed
2: early on to weddings that were in restaurants or weddings that were in barns and stuff like that. I remember uh, distinctly one when I was maybe 2021 20, in a barn in Martha's Vineyard and, and they did line dancing and, and really crazy stuff uh, during the reception. It was re- really great fun. It was uh, someone I'd gone to school with starting in first grade. So it was fun. I was part of the family pretty much. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. So I, it was only when I was more of an adult that I remember going to wedding ceremonies that were the, the kind of normal ones in churches or synagogues that were long and very religious and uh, impersonal a lot of the times, and these this got me thinking. I wish there was another way to do this, but I had no idea. You know, I thought you had to become a priest or a rabbi or something to to do weddings. And um, years later, I researched and of course learned that it's not true. <laughs> and I'm I'm glad I did. But.
0: That's cool. Yeah. So just to figure out the, the, the timeline of everything with you, did you become an officiant before you got married or did you get married first?
2: Excellent question, Brooke. Now I was married a long time before I got into weddings. Okay. But I so, should have known. I should've uh, known. We got married in two thousand two. Yeah, let's and talk about I didn't that. Start yeah. weddings. Yeah.
0: Who who what's the name of your of your bride? Is it What's her name? Her name
2: is King, K-I-N-G. Rad. And she wow. is uh, yeah. sitting right across the room from me, trying not to roll her eyes with my answers.
3: <laughs>
0: or
2: and Pam say hi? Hi. <laughs> um, so we were married in 2002. It was very much a DIY wedding, and we're proud of that to this day. Yeah. We got married in a small Thai restaurant in the West Village in New cool. York City. Cool. Right on. Uh, where we had dined before and we liked it. and We loved Thai food. We only had about 30 guests.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was very low-key. There was not this big dramatic um, entrance. There was no big processional, yeah. unless you count us walking through the front door and people going, hey! That was you know, <laughs> as dramatic as it got. And uh, the ceremony was performed by a woman whose name I somehow still remember, Florence Maldonado, uh-huh. lovely woman who did a very simple ceremony for us, my aunt susan was a nun at the time she is no longer a nun but not because of our wedding um, <laughs> and she did a little unity candle for us and brought a kind of religious um sentiment into the the event which is otherwise you know very different for most of the guests sure. uh, not a lot of people go to weddings in thai restaurants so and then we had a reception uh down the street at a bar where we were on the dart team we you know Competed in throwing darts. Oh, darts! Oh, so nice darts. So our wedding cake had a dartboard on it.
0: Nice. And everyone
2: just played darts, and it was really, uh, really low key, really fun, really us.
0: How and good are you at dart throwing at this point?
2: At the time, I was extremely average to less than average. Uh
3: huh.
0: We were we were
2: not good. We we lost almost all of our matches, but we had a great time. It really was. It wasn't about winning. Yeah. Which is good because we were always losing.
0: Um, <laughs> Who's better? We, you or King?
2: Uh, I think I had a few more years behind me throwing things at a wall than she did. But she was good.
0: <laughs> she was really
2: good. She shocked the competition sometimes.
3: <laughs> they, they
2: underestimated her and then she floored them.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. So a reception yeah. at a bar with a, a theme of darts. I think like there's an yeah. air of it. danger. Yeah. Yeah, I like it.
2: <laughs> Nobody got hurt.
0: <laughs> that's nobody what we get want get at hurt, the end of reception
2: to, to say right. nobody got hurt <laughs> yeah that's that's a sign of a good wedding yeah no one right. got hurt
0: <laughs> so you got married you had kind of an unconventional wedding and then mm-hmm. how did you end up becoming an officiant
2: it was nine years later
0: oh wow I okay.
2: and again I've been to several weddings I thought this is um weddings must be done better than this the, they seemed impersonal it seemed like the person doing the marrying didn't even know the couple necessarily yeah and i'd always been a performer and a writer and a little hammy part of me wanted to get up there in front of the people and say no let me tell you about this bride and groom. let me tell you what they mean to each other let me tell you all the I things <laughs> but of course you can't really do that so i
0: mean you could but you probably you would could, not be invited to weddings right. ever again exactly. <laughs> sure sure yeah
2: so I went to a friend's wedding out in New Jersey somewhere at a beautiful vineyard. And the person doing their their wedding was not some religious figure. It was just an officiant, a professional officiant. And I interviewed her and she said, yes, this is all I do. This is my job, which I found very appealing. Then I interviewed several other people who do this for a living. And I saw no reason not to go into it. Um, I studied this. There's actually a way you can study to become... Uh, a certified celebrant. Huh, okay. Um, it's, this is a movement, a thing that started in Australia actually and came to the, the US. Uh, the Celebrant Foundation actually trains people to study storytelling and hero's journey and public speaking and traditions from around the world and such things. It's a seven month program. I decided to go ahead and do it. You don't have to, but I, I wanted the background. I wanted to know what I was doing and the people there are just wonderful. Uh, It's an online course, uh, so these same headphones I'm wearing now, (laughs) I wore during my classes. And then there was an in-person graduation where you finally met people from all over the U.S. and Canada.
3: That's
0: cool. um,
2: Graduated with you. And um, during the second semester when you're there, you focus on funerals or weddings or life events. I went with weddings because they're much more fun. And um, I started my first wedding was before I graduated. Actually, I really I was itching to do stuff, and I was itching to play around with being an entrepreneur and a business owner. So I made business cards, made the website, threw my name out there, started advertising on WeddingWire and the Knot, and mm-hmm. someone found me. And I had to just be totally upfront with them and say, "Hey, this is my first wedding. I'm training. I'm learning all about this. I'm so excited for you." And I had to sell it hardcore. During that first phone call.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right.
2: And it worked. It worked. And on December third, two thousand eleven, at Rockefeller Center, three days, three days, just after they put up the Christmas tree for the season, when everyone and their brother is there. Yeah, uh, these people had quite the audience. Twelve friends, and my wife came with me, and they wanted to do this little ceremony. By the angels, there's a path of angels that leads up towards Saks Fifth Avenue. They wanted to find a little spot there and do it. So my wife and I kind of um, muscled out people and created a little area like penguins. You know?
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: And then we had to squeeze the ceremony in, in between the really loud display that was happening on on uh, Fifth <laughs> Avenue, the s- songs and music and strobe lights. So I had to squeeze in the whole ceremony in about 12 minutes.
3: <laughs> Otherwise, right. no one
2: would have heard a thing. We almost <laughs> did it. They were saying their vows to each other and then Saks Fifth Avenue took over.
0: <laughs> so
2: they heard each other. That's all that
0: matters. Yeah, sure. That's yes. awesome. Yeah, that's how it <laughs> happened.
2: That's how it happened.
0: So since 2011, how many weddings have you officiated? <laughs>
2: I just looked that up in my Excel sheet. Oh, a old school. <laughs> as of a few weeks ago, three hundred forty-three. Wow, three hundred forty-three, nice. which sounds like a lot. Yeah, yes, but I I know people who've been doing this for years longer than I have who've done over a thousand. Wow, um, and that's a mixture of big events, small events, but uh, I mostly do the sort of the bigger weddings where. My time working with a couple is six, seven, eight months out, a year mm-hmm. out, um, where I really get to work with them and write a great ceremony for them and trade drafts of it back and forth. So we've really worked on something together.
3: Mm-hmm. I,
2: I'm not a really big fan of the people who call and say, hey, we're getting married in two weeks. We want a, just a quick nothing ceremony. Are you available? And that's not very interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, I do them sometimes because you know, they pay me money.
3: <laughs>
0: but,
2: um, <laughs> sure. but I prefer the ones where it's a longer relationship
0: and what's the process like so someone calls you gets in contact with you where where do you guys go after that
2: they they reach out and the first thing that they don't want to say but is the absolute truth is they're feeling out my pricing
0: sure sure yep and hey, so then weddings that's, and budgets man they weddings, go hand in yes. hand
2: oh it is a huge topic anytime you get any celebrants and officiants together within 10 minutes we'll be talking about pricing what are you charging you know what are you charging charging? (laughs) (laughs) so once they figure out the price is okay uh usually we have a phone call often we meet in person if possible if they Mm -hmm. actually live in new york city but a lot of people get married in new york and don't live here so there's a lot of phone calls i spend a Mm -hmm. lot of time on conference calls with couples And they kick my tires a bit, you know, they ask how I work and I I give them the spiel of how I do things. Or they ask me questions they've printed out from some handy dandy planning thing from the knot or somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I just answer their questions one at a time. Every couple is different. And some people hire me during the call, some people hire me the next day, other ones want to meet in person, and then they hire me, stuff like that. I prefer meeting people in person because it's very important for me to be comfortable, too.
3: Yeah,
0: with a
2: couple sure. It's not just that I'll just take anyone who asks me, but I want to know that they're genuine. I want to see that they're normal and, <laughs> and hopefully have, have my spidey sense working that they're going to be pleasant to work with and reasonable to work with and normal people. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's easier to tell all these things in person than it is on the phone people can put on a good show on the phone yeah what you
0: don't know right now with us on the phone with you we're total weirdos <laughs>
2: <laughs> i've heard your podcast ladies i know you're total weirdos and that's Perfect. why i'm so happy to be here
0: today. i was hoping we hit it pretty well <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so how many times do you guys meet up you said you keep kind of in contact as the process is going on
2: most of it's email yeah Release most of its email because so much of it is is writing heavy. Yeah. So uh-huh. as uh, they do a whole questionnaire for me, I, I they're very forthcoming in their questionnaires. I have them fill the questionnaires out separately so I get the truth Ooh, of what happened between them.
3: Nice. I don't want the
2: agreed upon story. I want the actual different versions because how the, the different do they yeah. get yeah. yeah oh oh there are big disagreements <laughs> there are big disagreements that's that wasn't our first date you're thinking of someone else yeah and sometimes one or the other will be more more forthcoming and i'll get lots of information from the bride for example and then the groom will kind of summarize
0: oh nice
2: off. but that tells me a lot about their personalities and, and what i'm dealing with um what are we talking about the process yeah so
0: so leading up to it so i guess rehearsal day is probably pretty big for you guys the rehearsal
2: yeah well the the drafting part um if if someone's contacted me over a year before their wedding or maybe nine ten months before their wedding yeah ideally we've met up once in person early on maybe Mm -hmm. before the writing process yeah i will also suggest we meet up closer to the date because it's such a personal thing. Sure, yeah. And if it can be apparent that three of us are comfortable up there together and comfortable interacting, um, that helps convince the guests that everything happening is really genuine. So I do try to meet up with people a second time, if possible, because it's really weird when you see people for the first time at the wedding. And and I have had it where the first time I saw the bride was when she walked up the aisle. It's very strange. It's like, nice to meet you in to shake your hand, You're right? Yeah. Um, rehearsals and rehearsals is a, is a whole weird thing. I do weddings in New York mostly. Yeah. But I also do weddings in Ohio and Kentucky and some other states occasionally, and the difference is is pretty vast. In New York, rehearsals usually take place the same day as the wedding. Usually an wow. hour and a half, okay. hour before, sometimes 15, 20 minutes before in a side room or something. Wow. Because it's so expensive here, people only have access to their space that day.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Or there's, yeah, it there's does. another wedding
2: happening the Friday night or something yeah. for their Saturday. So I've only done in New York a handful of um, rehearsals on other days. It's very unusual here. Whereas Ohio, Kentucky, other places, they, are, they think it's a law that you must rehearse on another day. You must not rehearse that day. It's very strange because... <laughs> Rehearsals only take about ten minutes, maybe fifteen, <laughs> if you get a lot of people. Yeah, and it's really most of the time it's not like we're choreographing a Broadway show. Yeah, you know, it's walk <laughs> hey, right down the line, there. right? <laughs> most people, you know, this most people up there don't serve any purpose whatsoever. They're <laughs> just, just standing eye there, candy. looking good. Yeah, yeah. totally They're looking good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So you mentioned you mostly yeah. work in New York, but you also work in a couple other states. Yep. When you think about the actual specific locations, give me mm-hmm. your top three weirdest places that you've been an officiant.
2: <laughs> oh, weirdest. Or weirdest. most interesting, weirdest.
0: whatever. Just think about like, you're like, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this here.
2: Sure. Once a the couple were huge New York Mets fans.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
2: And the New York Mets were on the road somewhere. Yeah, and the people who own the stadium, City Field, where yeah. they play, always need more money, <gasps> so they rented out for weddings, and Whoa. so they got married on this bridge out in the outfield in the stands. But the best part about it was the microphone I used to do the wedding was the same microphone that goes through the, the entire stadium. <laughs> oh my god. Like yes. the yes.
1: that's amazing. I've never enjoyed a mic
2: check more in my life. <laughs> So that was really fun.
0: That's amazing. Uh, yeah.
2: Did, did, you, did
0: you make any baseball puns during the? I mean, you oh, have to. Of course, right? I okay, did. Baseball <laughs>
2: puns <laughs> and jokes. You know, you know. Now losing his independence, pendants, pendants. That was fun. That's it was. Amazing. It was unavoidable. It was unavoidable. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the most fun one.
0: Yeah. I'm
2: trying to think of a weird one.
0: Maybe people yeah, are, are pretty weird polite. There's, Mostly there's re- restaurants and stuff.
2: A lot of restaurants, one of the most challenging places to do weddings is Grand Central Terminal. Oh, yeah, sure. think, oh, it's indoors, it's public, we don't have to pay for it. And these are... You can't have anyone sitting down. There's no chairs. You have maybe Mm -hmm. five people with you. And it just looks like a few people having a conversation in a circle, which is very common there. Yeah. But what happens is when you've got a woman dressed up in an incredible gown and a man looking handsomer than he has ever looked in his life, (laughs) everyone notices and everyone knows what's going on. And then we get a ham like me speaking about them and talking about them. Suddenly that group of five people is now 12 and then 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I'm staying for that yeah. wedding if I'm walking through Grand Central. Yeah, Pam and I are pausing yeah. and missing
0: our train. Who cares?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We had about 50 people watching the last one I did there. Fortunately, a very lovely New York City cop helped me with traffic control and sort of made people respect it.
0: <laughs> nice. So
2: They're getting the married
0: here. <laughs>
2: people get married. Keep moving. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's just like that.
0: That's awesome. Oh, yeah. love. <laughs> so I want to talk about your book real quick. Okay. Uh, best ceremony ever. Give us, yes. give us some highlights. What's it about?
2: Oh, man. So this is for people who want to have a wedding that reflects them accurately. This is, for, this is all about, I make the point of saying that most wedding books you will read are all about how to do exactly what's expected and what the perfect thing to do is, mm-hmm. um, and how you will not offend anybody. This book is pretty much the opposite. <laughs> it's about how to do things that are unexpected in wedding ceremonies. Um, you may offend your grandma or somebody, but, as, but the important thing is that it's your wedding. You need to stay true to you. It explores all the interesting, surprising theatrical opportunities in every of a wedding ceremony that are just completely overlooked because everyone just thinks they need to be done the same way. And this is why people dread ceremonies. (laughs)
3: People
2: dread the ceremony and I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to make it something that people look forward to.
3: That's
0: fun. And I want to make sure they're
2: there in time to see because there are people who um, purposely arrive late miss the ceremony because they just don't want to sit through it because they've been to so many bad ones. And I just (laughs) think that's deplorable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this whole book is about making it unique and personalized and fun uh, while maintaining that balance you have to have to respect that it's a very dignified, life-changing event that's taking place. So finding that balance is what the whole book is about, and it's it's what my whole career is about.
0: That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I like like that that. vibe. Yeah. I like it a lot. So I feel like we we should do our last two questions, but I feel like we need to spin it to make it about being an officiant, right? Yeah. Right? (laughs) Because I feel like he does more officiating than he does getting married. He got married once. Yes. That happened but the officiant thing's gone for like a long time. We're gonna have a conversation, just the two of us.
1: (laughs) We're working it out Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Okay, so Pammy, I I think you should ask the last two questions, right? Okay,
1: well, so normally we ask what is the the best and the worst part of your wedding process, but I think we wanna hear what the best and worst from being an officiant
2: has been. I think you should ask that question. That's a great question. The best part for me, there's a moment in most of the ceremonies I do where we've, we're nearly at the end of the ceremony. Usually, it's been a really good time. People have laughed like crazy, but they've also a minute later started crying because it's beautiful, and the ceremony is almost over. And I talk my bride and groom or bride and bride or groom and groom or whatever through a sort of zen moment where I get them to focus on everything about that moment. Because the day goes by so fast, it's hard to remember everything, no matter how many photos your photo guy takes, no matter if it's being videotaped, the only way you can remember what you're feeling and thinking is to really lock it in. So I have them notice the feeling of each other's hands, the feeling of what that that ring feels like, because they've only had it on their finger for a minute, Um, (laughs) every sound they hear, which then sometimes encapsulates the, the crying baby. You know, or the sneezing grandma, or the the shutters (laughs) of the photos, the police officer, (laughs) right? (laughs) Police officer yelling at people, uh, (laughs) announcements about the next train departing for Peekskill. And then I had my favorite specific moment is I have them think back, if they can, to the very moment they met. And then I just shut up for about 10 seconds and let them. Aww. Connect that moment to this moment and then i pronounced them husband and wife and it's a it's a fabulous way to um uh be unique and be serious and be grounded yeah in the process i mean it's it's fun doing entertaining ceremonies that get people laughing and crying and um any performer will tell you that that's very um gratifying to hear, but to see the look on the bride and groom's face when they are relaxed and they're happy and they're in the moment together is the best. I get to do that all the time. I love yeah. that. I, I
3: know. Yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah. cute. I love that. Yeah, but the worst part. I know. Let's get to the shit. <laughs> all right.
2: <laughs> how, long is, how long is this episode? How much Totally time
0: <laughs> fine. We can make it a 2 part or Go for it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the, well, the most challenging part is the rehearsal, actually sometimes. If people feel compelled to have 15 bridesmaids and 15 groomsmen for some reason, yeah.
3: and then mm-hmm. several
2: ring bearers and flower girls, and no one's seen each other in 10 years, so they're all chatty, chatty, chatty,
3: <laughs> and maybe
2: maybe there's some alcohol that's been happening before the thing starts. And it's yep. just a big... Possibly. You're trying to do a professional job in the midst of a massive celebration, which is very challenging. Yeah. So I go from being the nice guy who's tender and gets them thinking about the moment they met to like a quarterback at the line of scrimmage, calling it. <laughs> audible and yelling at everyone and screaming because um, it's like herding cats you gotta it get is, all these yes. dry rooms man to just stand there children and then accept and the drunk
0: fact people the worst yeah and
2: when the children are drunk oh, no. that's, just, oh that's just terrible <laughs> You're too young for scotch, to me.
0: Give me that. Fancy outfits, all distracted by just wearing weird clothes. The yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, and oh, the man. the other the other hard part for me is I'm I'm trying to do something different with these ceremonies, uh, and so sometimes within the writing process, uh, there are some creative disagreements between me and the couple, mm-hmm. and 99.9% of the time they're resolved and they're easy to talk through and I explain what I'm trying to go for but there is an element of the customer is always right
1: yeah okay they're the boss yeah
2: I must work for them I must go with what they want and then the part of me that's screaming with experience going "No, no don't you understand (laughs) and I I have been fighting that part of me just tell myself to shut up uh, <laughs> let them have their thing it's not a big deal and yeah. so sometimes sometimes I do it okay sometimes I don't and making that judgment call is really tough sometimes
0: yeah you know? that's it's tough I see, it. Yeah. I see yeah that. yeah yeah you want to get along but also want to make sure it's like guys this is a snooze fest or it's just weird
2: <laughs> yeah but for the most part I love this job I hope I'm doing it until I'm old and gray and uh, senile. How about doing it when I'm senile? Actually, that'd be really fun.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because um, my grandfather on my mother's side was a, a minister and he when he retired from being a Navy chaplain and when he retired from working for the church, his last job, just because he loved working, he loved people, was he still did weddings. So oh, my sweet. grandfather, like into his 80s, was doing weddings. He
2: loves them. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So you're not and wrong. What's
2: great is that yeah, this. I mean, this is the kind of thing that when when a group of guests look up there and they see an eighty-year-old man. Yeah. You know, you trust that. You trust the voice of experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yep. trust someone who's been around and seen things and. Totally. Yeah,
0: yeah. and he's like you as a cut-up, the total like love to tell a joke. So just like throw it in there, <laughs> kind of hammy dude. It was great, but Hope yeah, it's my good. New hero. <laughs> because you also, you know, you just do less of them as you get older. You know what I mean? So he wouldn't do right. as many, but he still was just like he loved it. Yeah, he loves. He loves love. That's <laughs> um, love. Yeah. So I think we officially know a lot about his love of weddings. I, I think we're good. Yes. I feel like he can really help with these okay. confessionals. Mm-hmm. You want to get to them, Pammy? Let's
1: do it. Okay. Dear Wedding Confessionals, first of all, love your podcast. As someone who has been close to two dozen weddings and works as a caterer, waiter and bartender, I can honestly say you give such great advice for brides, the bridal party guests and just everybody. Oh, wow. This person knows weddings. Mm -hmm. I already love this person. Keep going. That being said, I have an etiquette question and everyone I've asked for advice on the matter has differing opinions. I have I've been asked to be the maid of honor for one of my best friend's weddings there are four other girls in the bridal party, including a matron of honor. Unfortunately, none of us live in the same state as the bride. I live the closest and i am still about an hour away. All of the bride's family also lives out of state. Because of my proximity and just also being the hyper-organized person I am, I've started looking at venues to host the bridal shower. Here's my concern, and where the whole etiquette thing comes into play. My friend has let's just say high expectations. She won't be content with someone's backyard or a small hall. I've tried to find places that will appease her and not and not that are not astronomically priced because I'm assuming that the bridal party is responsible for throwing the shower and splitting the bill. Am I wrong in assuming this? I've been, to, I've been a part of other bridal parties where family members have stepped in and contributed, covering the cost of food, providing a location to host the shower, etc., but I'm afraid that her family won't. I'm also afraid the other girls will, A, feel like they don't have to contribute, B, complain about the cost of the venue, regardless of where it's thrown, C, some horrible combination of the two, or D, exhibit some erroneous behavior that I haven't foreseen. How do, do I handle this? Please help. Sincerely stressed and strapped for cash.
2: Ooh.
1: Okay, Chris. Oh, I that feel poor like...
2: woman. <laughs> that poor woman. Well, first, obviously, I think all of us would agree that she needs to move farther away. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah, she needs to
2: if she lives Pack in New York up. she needs to move to California. If yep. she lives in California she needs to move to New York. Just international. No longer be the closest one. I
0: think you get out of the country and people really will change their mind about your importance and taking care of this stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Brazil she is needs- lovely this kind of year. It is. <laughs> Brazil's wonderful. If she could change her name that would also be a good call. <laughs> <laughs> I think as soon as she possibly can, she needs to set up some communication chain with the other folks yes. mm-hmm. that will be taking part in this and uh, immediately say, look, I may be the closest, but this is going to be a democratic process you know, because you, no one wants to be in the position where it's all gonna fall on her if it goes wrong or if yeah. it doesn't lead up to expectations. So she's gonna enlist some other folks Uh, so she can delegate some tasks to people and get people sharing in this as soon as she possibly can.
0: Agreed. Yeah, Yeah. I think that one of the things that I read this and just kind of goes back to that thought process that I I have, and and this happens in my own life from time to time, where when you're having all these questions and you have all these fears about what's going to happen, before actually reaching out to somebody to see how they actually react to something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your own fear is way worse than the actual Mm -hmm. reality. So I think you're right that as soon as possible, start communicating with people. I would definitely reach out to the matron of honor and all the bridesmaids and just get on the same page being like, Hey, I know you guys are all potentially traveling for this or may not even be able to attend this. Let's chat about it now. What are your expectations? What are your limitations? Because at the end of the day, you should and just throw a bill at somebody and i think that you're thoughtful in us in the fact that you wrote this that you know that you don't want to do that so i understand yeah. that you don't want to have too many cooks in the kitchens trying to make decisions but at least if you guys can get on the same page about money that would help but the other thing is that it's not crazy to get the family involved now because you need their information when it comes for invitations about who to invite who not to invite and and you know mm-hmm. and making sure that goes Definitely. out. So it's not weird to start talking to her mother or another family member that you know of. Try to find somebody that you know at least somewhat well. I mean, if you don't, it is what it is. And then when you throw it out there, in casual the conversation, you can even say, hey, I'm trying to talk to the bridesmaids right now about money and who's going to be helping trying to figure out a location. And you know, I'm wondering, is the family planning on contributing? Not I demand it but just ask the question and if they say oh that wasn't really the plan then fine but there also might be a chance that they are (laughs) so i want to yeah like you Mm -hmm. i feel like it's okay to ask the question you can do it in a polite way that doesn't feel like you're demanding people to put money in your hand
1: (laughs) right (laughs) absolutely
2: don't
0: just send a venmo request to her mom (laughs) that will knock
1: over well
2: (laughs) that would be the wrong way to go about that
0: but i what do you think pam
1: I agree with that. I, I think there's a lot of unknown, and you're not going to know until you start communicating. So whether it's with the other bridesmaids or with the family, you'll be surprised. I think, or if you're not, if everybody is bailing, then you, then you have the information to do what you need to do, and you can have a conversation with the bride at that point and be like, "Listen, you know, this is this is what I can do, and if it, you know, you have to manage people's expectations." So yeah if she walks into a party that she thought it was going to be a little fancier then you know you you you've managed that you got to you got to do that you got to get ahead of it
0: yeah don't go broke yeah. over this
1: no absolutely no. not cuz this not can get
0: it. pricey very quickly This is Mm -hmm. potentially a lot of people and food and alcohol and potentially either like a nice restaurant or some sort of hall that can get expensive. So yeah, find out your budget now. Find out what money is now Mm -hmm. and get concrete answers. Not like I will contribute. We'd love to help. Get numbers. Be like, hey, just looking (laughs) at places. Were you thinking about contributing? Like how and just, I mean, hey, it's money. Money's Mm -hmm. money. So get the uncomfortable conversation over with. And I think that from that, you will have more concrete information, which will empower you to make decisions. Yes. Yep. And I think also Definitely. like, you're, the bride might have kind of, you know, bougie taste in general, but you could make a place that is maybe a little bit less formal. Be super cute. Absolutely. Like, you're sound like a creative person. The fact that you've worked in catering and stuff like that, you know what's out there. You know all the different options because you've seen it. Yep. So use that knowledge to not go broke over this. Or maybe call in some favors. <gasps> yes ooh I like that idea good thinking Pam
2: Pamela's on it
0: yeah yeah I think you'll be okay and let us know yes we love follow episodes now (laughs) (laughs) yes we do yeah so please send it because we are gonna have more follow-up episodes we're getting good responses for that so another Mm -hmm. one's coming
1: yes it is cool
0: number two yes okay and thanks for listening to the show (laughs) Um, number two dear Brooke Pam insert games sorry I'm gonna insert it dear Brooke Pam Chris and Ruth First of all, I've been binging this podcast since August and have listened to literally no other podcast or music since then because I adore you all. Thanks for being fabulous. That is hilarious and amazing. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. Now that I'm caught up, here's what I need advice on. My fiance and I will be married in July. Woohoo. Things are so far so good, and I promise to send future drama your way. Winky face. Thank you. (laughs) My question is about our dog, though. How can I incorporate our puppy in our wedding, even though she's not allowed at the venue? Our ceremony and reception are all at the same place and they have strict policies. We've already completed our engagement shoot. She was still too little and crazy to be in those, but we want her to be part of our day somehow. Any creative ideas? She will stay about five minutes away at my mom's best friend's home on our wedding day. Do we sneak away during cocktail hour and get some pictures with her? Is that too much to coordinate? Should we do pictures or something in the morning since the ceremony starts at five? Another thought is, Simply to have a picture of her as a charm on my bouquet. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to hear your creative thoughts. I've attached a picture of her for her Corgi cuteness inspiration. And there's a sweet dog. She's so cute. She doesn't write a name at the end, but we're just going to say love Corgi loving bride. <laughs> it's made up on the spot. Um, we also sent you a picture of the dog, Chris. We didn't want you to miss out. Yeah,
2: it's adorable. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I'm in love too.
0: So yeah, you're the officiant. How have you seen dogs incorporated into weddings?
2: Oh, absolutely. So it's, it's really fun. My, my first thought immediately when I saw this question was, to tell this person about what people often do. A lot of venues don't want any pets uh, at the venue for various reasons. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is you wander down to Staples or whatever the equivalent of Staples is where you live. And you take a photo of your pet or pets and you have them enlarged into Sometimes life size or even beyond life size uh-huh. cardboard cutouts.
1: Yes. Ah. Yes. yes. And
2: I have entered ceremonies carrying these cardboard cutouts. <laughs> and then placing the pets in special seats of honor near the front.
1: Um, oh my
0: gosh! They should be really in the fun, photo booth.
2: <laughs> they are. They're in the yes. photo booth. This is the thing. You can bring them around to your cocktail out and reception, and everyone can pose with your pet. <laughs> yeah. And if you have some helpful hashtag or something, you know, all those photos can be in one place. And it's really fun. It's really fun. As far as this person goes, she mentioned uh, the dog's gonna be staying five minutes away somewhere. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend they try to dash out and try to do something at the place. I don't think they should have the stress of leaving even if it's five minutes away. Yeah. yeah. But if it's only five minutes away, can't they have someone do a drive by with, with the dog yes. and then kind of have a mobile photo unit. It just happens to be their friend's car. Yeah. So they can just duck outside, do some pictures, you know, in the car of the dog and duck back inside.
0: If that dog is you know. like on the property, not inside, but if the dog is like in somewhere the in the front or in a parking lot for three minutes while you're in a cute dress, who's going to really yell at a bride? that's no all I'm saying you've yeah. already paid yes. all that money if you're doing it for like five minutes no one's probably even gonna notice and you know what those rules are made by the people that own it I promise you the cater waiter girl from the first story yeah she saw that corgi with the bride she's, she's not, not gonna telling say anything. you nope <laughs>
2: Yeah, and if <laughs> you do have some died. kind of security detail,
3: yeah,
2: that's trying, you know, checking people's cars and checking to make sure people are are with the wedding. Yeah, have the dog be checked out by the security guy. That'd be a great photo, right? <laughs>
0: have the dog like rejected. Guy, like, his
2: headset or you know, <laughs> ID. You know, have the
0: have dog trying to get through the gate. It. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: I All love it. All kinds of fun things. Yeah, I think that I think that it will be okay, especially if it's literally for five minutes. Yeah, if you're
1: limiting it and you can do it yeah. quickly, or do it before, like she said. I think that's another idea. Yeah. is doing it before and then you don't have the stress of, you know, everybody around and whatnot.
0: But I feel like the chaos of reception, no one's going to notice. <laughs> the cloak of darkness. I'm I want fi- It will I be I later. Want a little bit that's of true. danger involved. All right. <laughs> Pam's yeah. being reasonable and getting good <laughs> pictures. Chris and I are causing chaos.
2: Perfect. Because <laughs> really, it's look at that dog. What problem is that dog going to cause? I
0: mean, the corgi.
3: Oh,
1: look at that
2: face. so cute. Adorable. Look at that. Please. i totally get it why I get
1: you want yes. your puppy at the wedding but the Ugh. cardboard cutout idea is amazing That's hilarious i love that i love
0: it yeah and you can you can go to like a i guess it's not kinko's now it's like fedex office whatever but you that can do place it online too oh you can yep yeah you get it on like cardboard or foam cord it would mm-hmm. be perfect mm-hmm. oh my gosh i love this idea <laughs> yes <laughs> all right cool so please send us pictures because we want to know. know you're going to do one of these things probably yes. all of them and we want proof <laughs> yes Are you guys ready for number three? Yeah. Okay, Chris, hit us up.
2: Okay, number three. And this is addressed to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, hello. Ruth is on the floor chewing on her little
0: alligator-shaped thing. She's ready.
2: I don't know what this is. Good to hear. Good to hear. (laughs) So this one, uh, dear Ruth, buckle in. This is a long one. Woof. (laughs) Woof. I'm getting married next year to my amazing fiancé, who can be quite shy, but stubborn. I'm not crazy outgoing myself, but I'm looking forward to a day that's just about us and don't mind the attention. My fiancé doesn't want to do a first dance, fine by me, as the idea of awkwardly dancing in front of our friends and family makes me cringe. (laughs) He doesn't want us to be announced into the reception room as the new Mr. and Mrs., Fine by me, also. It would look weird with me loving it and reluctantly dragging him along with me. (laughs) He doesn't want to do a speech, but I have put my foot down and said no matter how short he has to do a speech, or I will be really upset that he can't step into the limelight for two minutes to thank everyone and show how much we love everyone and each other. But the one thing we cannot get past is hiring a videographer. He is flat-out refusing to hire a videographer. But it's really important to me. I want to remember the day in motion and not just pictures. I've told him we could even ask the videographer not to video his speech if he was embarrassed, but he won't budge. It really means the world to me to capture the day in motion. And in a non-morbid way, in years to come, when family members are no longer with us, I want to be able to see and hear their voices. I'm not talking about someone going up to people and annoying them. Just someone to blend in and record the day and special moments that I will treasure forever. I don't think I'm asking too much. Help! And woof woof! <laughs> from <laughs> No Room for a Shy Guy. <laughs> Aww.
0: Aww. Well, Aww. first of all, before we answer yeah. her, did let's go around the room. Did did Chris, did you have a videographer at your wedding?
2: Uh, right before you called, I was asking my wife about that. I think we did, but we've never watched that video. <laughs> we, it wasn't really important to us. It's, it's really important to some people.
1: Yeah. Pammy, um, did you? We're
2: more into, you know, yeah. actual memories.
1: <laughs> we had um, individual, uh, uh, pe- we didn't have an actual videographer, mm-hmm. but we had those little mini um, cameras yeah. that we had like five of them. So we had our guests who most of them were in the entertainment business right. and you had um, professional. Video yes. people doing it for you for <laughs> yes. free. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but anyway, so we have I mean, we have all the footage, but it still hasn't been cut together. Yeah. But we have it. So right. And that's what we did.
0: Yeah, I had the same thing where I had some friends that did take video. Some of them sent it back to me, some of them didn't, but I didn't have a professional Mm-mm. videographer either. But also we were like super broke, so that was like not happening. The only reason why we had a photographer is because my mother in law insisted and paid for it. <laughs> which at the time I was like, This is dumb. And looking back, I'm like, Thank Thank God! Like, <laughs> thank
2: God you just died. Uh, yeah, right. Thank
0: you for putting your foot down, Patty. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I was just wondering if any of us had any real world experience about hiring professional videographers. But I imagine with all the weddings that you've um, officiated, Chris, do you see all different levels of what videographer can mean? Because that's what I'm thinking that we can suggest is that I'm afraid he's thinking this like big movie production with lights and like everyone in their face but stuffing a
1: microphone in people's faces but i imagine there's a lot of different types that are out there
2: exactly exactly right i think his imagination of what this means is much worse than it actually will be because nobody wants any of the things he's afraid of and videographers know this and good videographers (laughs) you you don't even notice they're there so much Yeah. yeah i mean there are some that have multiple people helping them and they suddenly they show up when you're walking up the aisle and there be, they're, they're in the way of the bridesmaids and groomsmen who didn't uh, have anyone tell them, by the way, when you walk up the aisle on the real day, there's going to be a guy with a video camera there. So it's a little surprising <laughs> for people. But these videos, these are not just still shots of... Of your ceremony like someone filming a a high school play or something this is like really intense videography that's done in a really tastefully craftily done way Both before the ceremony like they follow you all through your day if you want them to during the ceremony afterwards and they compile everything down to the the sweetest most beautiful parts of it for you so if there's an embarrassing speech you're doing you, you, you don't want to be filmed even if they do film him they can cut it
3: yeah. you know mm-hmm.
2: um, dido i think his fears about the speech are are probably founded on um, really not understanding what's expected of him i think he might fear that he has to do some huge 5 minute speech where it's really difficult and he's going to be expected to be funny or something he can't do but meanwhile it's really just a matter of just what she said, thanking people for being there.
1: Yeah. Uh, He's going to be doing that
2: anyway. He'll just happen to be doing it with a microphone in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think he's got to give in (laughs) because what she said, as a a husband and as a groom, he's got to hear the important thing there was she said multiple times, this is really important to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You've got to listen to, especially when it's repeated. Yeah. I think too that
1: she's, she has been um, giving up on her end, he That's doesn't. What I was just about to say. He doesn't want to do the dance. She's like, okay. He doesn't want yeah. to do this. Great. She has given several times, and I think that this is his time to be like, okay. He doesn't. He, like you said, you have yours, but you've never seen it. He doesn't have to watch it. Yeah. But it's there for her if she wants to watch it. Yeah. Exactly.
2: And I mean, she's already given up some things that she very well could have said, no, mm-hmm. we're going to have a first dance. and Evidently, we will dance, and that will be the first dance we are doing. Just <laughs> um, fine. But. Yeah. I think he wants to avoid the, you know, the the DJ saying, And now coming to the stage, put your hands together for the new Mr. and Mrs. So and so. He doesn't want that. So you tell your DJ you don't want that. Yeah. You just sort of appear, a song comes on, and you start dancing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that like you guys were saying, you know, I think you you should win this one, Bride. You yeah. definitely should be getting this. And one of the ways that you can not really convince him but sort of ease him of his fears is that I think that you should start physically meeting some of these people. And if I think that will take away the fear of the unknown. If you meet yep. this videographer and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, look, he's not a douchebag. And you see some of the footage <laughs> that he's done. It's like, oh, this looks really classy and not invasive and not awful. I think he's probably no. having these fears of these like 80s movies. Yes and you know what I mean like (laughs) someone like or like the wedding singer where you're just thinking about these sort of worst-case scenario like obnoxious videographers with their huge camcorders and like that's not really how it is these days it's pretty you know cameras are pretty small these people have been doing this Mm -hmm. for years and that style isn't really a thing that people are into anyway so I think once you meet a couple people maybe you meet them first to make sure that you kind of like this person and they're a good vibe and then you introduce them to your fiance and it's just you know you get to physically meet in person that way you can see oh they're not you know they're not obnoxious they're actually really cool and it'll be fine and that way also the day of like you wanted to Chris you always like to meet your people beforehand Mm. is that this is now not a stranger with a camera you've met this guy it's Bill you met Bill you know three months ago and he was chill yeah so Bill's chill I didn't mean to do that (laughs) (laughs) but I like it yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but yeah I think that you definitely should win this one you have a lot of uh, things in your favor to be to say you know marriage is about compromise and we give and we take and it's time for this guy to give a little bit yep and i think that you can also try to and you've been very understanding that he is sort of shy and sort of working with that but I think that you can, I think you can make this happen. Yeah. And then we want to see that video, please. And thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do.
0: <laughs> and that's it. And if he,
2: and if he needs help yeah. with a speech, call me.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I do.
2: I help, I help best men and maids of honor and parents write speeches. Yes. for Receptions oh. as well. Cause yes. they have no idea what's expected. So if he needs help. Yeah. Throw my way. Just,
0: the show notes will have links to all of Chris's information. Yeah, let's make a yeah. deal, guys.
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: Um, okay, cool. That's all the confessionals. That's it. We did it. Is Yay. It, is it
2: time for <gasps> bridal breaks?
0: Bridal breaks. <laughs> Chris is a fan. <laughs> I'm,
2: <sure>. I'm proud.
0: <laughs> so um, now it's time for bridal breaks. The way bridal breaks work is that um, we just give suggestions to brides and anyone helping to plan a wedding of fun things to do that have nothing to do with weddings wedding planning so that we can step away from all of the daunting tasks and the pressure and the videographer searching to enjoy our lives and remember that we are human beings that can enjoy other things besides planning weddings um Pamely I said Pamley, Pamley. I like that That's for you a new one I know I've heard that one yet I know haven't I had a drink it's like 10 30 <laughs> in the morning
1: <laughs> Pamely usually gives a cocktail what do you have for us this week okay so my bridal break this week um kind of comes because uh my husband jeff and i we went on a date the other night and we went to an argentinian restaurant that was delicious it was so good um if you're here in the los angeles area it's called malbec in toluca lake and it was delicious. And there's a Malbec called Almos Malbec that is really tasty. Yeah. Um, you can get it at Trader Joe's. I know there's Trader Joe's all over the place, so this is, cool. you should be able to find this in your local Trader Joe's, um, but it's called Almos Malbec and it's delicious. Ooh la la,
0: mm-hmm. that sounds great. And that is it. Right on. Yeah. Um, Chris, what is your bridal break for the week?
2: Can I give you two? Pamela. One's for me. And one's from my wife. Okay. Approved. You know what? That's the Yeah, approved. of course. My, my Anything, wife <laughs> Anything be better. for King. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Axe throwing. <laughs> axe throwing. It's a, I don't know if it's a new thing, but it's new to me. You go to these places, and a, a trainer works with you, and you throw an axe into a big cork thing in the wall. What? Oh, my goodness. And you compete with each other. And it's usually, there's a bar associated with it, and it's a kind of party type thing. Thank you. Wait, and is theme and going dark, dark, and then an axe, axe into a wall.
0: Is this? Is there a specific place in New York that you could recommend specifically? There's
2: some a, an organization I believe it's called Kick Axe. Throwing, <laughs> kick Axe, They are it. phenomenal. They do it right. They make it really fun. They've got axe throwing puns all over the walls. Uh, all of the the guys who kind of stay with you the whole time, mm-hmm. um, they're all really funny and they're all. Like, you know, twenty three year olds with no real jobs. And yeah. it's really funny. Um, it's great fun. Yeah, axe, throwing.
0: axe throwing. I did knife throwing once at like a Renaissance fair. I was terrible at it. Oh dear. <laughs> it's hard. fun. Yeah. Upper it's body really hard. To do. Yeah. It looks
2: so easy. And it's really hard to do. And and the other one, which I'm mostly just mentioning this to make my wife's eyes roll like crazy. <laughs> but the whole point here is to get the bride's mind off of the stressful event right yeah. yes so there's a tv show that's been on for a while mm-hmm. i watch it as often as i can it's called impractical jokers
0: oh uh, yeah you know these guys yeah. right they're
2: lifelong friends who basically their whole goal in life is to make each other laugh <laughs> so they do these pranks and and there's challenges and they have to go up to strangers and say things the others are telling them to say yeah And. I love it because it goes way back to, like, Commedia dell'arte and, like, old-fashioned theater and comedy and improvisation, Yeah. and within five minutes of watching it, I've forgotten about anything bothering me in my day, and I'm just (laughs) laughing, and it just makes me want to have fun with my friends however I possibly can without TV, without video games, without, you know, because it gets you back to just having fun with people and your friends, so that's mine.
0: I like it. Is and it what good. channel is it on? I'm trying. I think to...
2: It's on something called True TV. At yes, this oh, true. True, true. Yeah, T R U. Yeah, T R U. Yeah, True TV. Cool. Um, and they do live shows as well. They travel around and do live really? shows. Oh, really? Oh, a Great bunch of guys and um,
1: that live would be amazing. Yeah, that live. would be fun to see. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> That's I my like bridal that. Break.
3: That's awesome.
0: Um, right, my bre- bridal break. Yes, ma'am. My bridal break for the week. Um, sort of it coordinates with one of our um, confessionals and also coordinates with other episodes we've had. Okay. So it's dog related. Mm-hmm. Beth Morell, who's been on the show a couple times. Yeah. She came on once when she was single and she came on once to tell us that she's getting married. Mm-hmm. She is an artist. Yes. She's a great artist. A wonderful artist. So she had this series that she did. Um, I think it was Dogtober during October. Instagram. <laughs> (laughs) Yes. And every day on Instagram, she had a sketch of a letter. She started with letter A and then B, C, D. And it was the, the big letter and then a picture of a dog that represented that letter. So C was Corgi. So um. I immediately messaged her and was like, um, how do I get an R for Ruth? And she was like, don't worry. When this series <laughs> is over, I'm actually opening an Etsy shop just for that sort of purpose. Oh, Wonderful. So the website is called sitstaysketch.com. And it's also on Etsy, sitstaysketch. And I had an R for Ruthie done. And I'm going <gasps> to let Chris see it right now.
2: <laughs> That's fantastic. And really?
0: it's the epitome Yay. of Ruth. So you can either just, I just linked oh, her to my, my Instagram account. And she just kind of went from there. You can have it with the letter or without the letter. Use you get to decide the size of the artwork
1: it is perfect yeah so
0: the, my husband immediately w- is like jealous and wants one for himself so we're going to be ordering well, another one you're not one sharing very soon well I'm going to put it here in this office okay. and he wants one to take to his office because he wants to be the <laughs> crazy man with a drawing of his dog in his office at work
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah so it's so
0: and it just like is her like yes. it. she captured this dog perfectly yes. it's so sweet so yeah if you want something like that I'm sure the bride that loves her Corgi would probably be interested but in yes. general like there's such beautiful sketches and you can see sort of samples of what she's done on her website or on Instagram too I'll link to all of her stuff Yep. but we love Beth in general like you guys love her from the show yes, she's such she's a so sweetheart fun. yeah and she's a super talented artist and she loves animals and you can tell on this picture
1: yes. Ruth. oh my gosh yeah, so it's sit stay best.
0: sketch Um, it's her Etsy shop and also her website I'll link everything so you guys can um, buy some stuff from Beth she's so talented yes Um. anyway so Good. that's my bridal break I love it that's Ruth. Great. <laughs> Dummy. Um, so that's the whole show, guys. That's it. Yay. Wow. It went so fast. I know. I know. It, I does. Know, it
2: always does.
0: Chris, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find out more about you and where they can find your book.
2: They can learn all about me at www.illuminatingceremonies.com. My company is called Illuminating Ceremonies. Or if they just Google Christopher Shelley Wedding Officiant, they'll probably find me too. Instagram is at Illuminating Ceremonies. <laughs> I've
0: seen a so if you
2: learn Illuminating Ceremonies, you can probably find me everywhere. Right on. Facebook, right on. Instagram, Twitter. I don't do too much with Twitter, Yeah. really. Um, those are the main places. And also, if you go to the website for the Countryman Press or WW Norton or Amazon or Barnes Noble, you will find information about the book Best Ceremony Ever, <laughs> which is uh, going to be exclusively in Barnes & Noble from the day after Christmas through March and then available everywhere February 12th. So there's major release dates coming out. I just got my first copies of the book a couple days ago. That's
3: so, I was nice. so That's exciting. i to actually hold
2: the thing in my hands. I can't yeah. reach one
3: right now. That's yeah. So cool.
2: It was really fun to see. So I've been mailing them to my my mom, my dad, my aunts and friends and yeah. my my blurb writers, you know, stuff like that. So <laughs> That's it's awesome. really, really exciting. That's yeah. so cool. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh,
0: um thanks for being on our show you now have to listen to me torture pam as we promote (laughs) our program
2: oh you guys this is my favorite part of the show i'm gonna sit back and enjoy
0: she is getting really kind of good at it guys Mm, so pammy it's early today i want everyone to know more about our podcast and how they can find out more about it we have a website what is it what is it it is was as it was, was
1: it? it? It's weddingconfessionals.com Yes, at
0: weddingconfessionals.com you can find show notes and pictures and uh, more uh, fun information about us. It's true. Um, and a, Ruth. A couple we have a quick bio about Ruth. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you can also find links to all of our social media. Where are we on social media?
1: You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Yes, and we want to- Yay, you- Pam! <laughs>
0: I know. <laughs> She's doing so well, guys. Um, we want you to send us your confessionals. Yes. We love them, we need them, and we want to know more about your lives. They're fun. Yes, so um, you can send them. They're always anonymous, no matter what way you decide to send them. There's three yep. different ways, mm-hmm. and email is one way. Pam, what the what's the email address? What's with me today? <laughs> what
1: is the email address wedding confessionals at gmail.com what's the phone number
0: 433 no 434-933-2663 434-933-2663 i know pam (laughs) Um, but from there, you can just leave us a voicemail. Mm-hmm. We just transcribe it, and we we'll change the the name so you're all good. Yep. So leave us a little gossipy note there. Or you can use our most popular feature, which is to go to our website, which again is? Weddingconfessionals.com. From there, you hit on a tab that is?
1: Tell us your secret. Yeah. And what do they do once they get to that tab? You, In the words of Brooke, you just tippity-tap your story. Tippity-tap and uh, hit send yep. no no nope. names just, nope. just, just just give fun. us the good
0: just fun names you guys are good at it <laughs> You everyone's are. so creative They're fun um we also want you guys to make sure that you subscribe whatever podcast provider you're using but if you're on itunes specifically you're supposed to hit subscribe and in order to move us up in their weird algorithms so more brides can find us you're supposed to hit subscribe mm-hmm. um give us a five-star rating five stars and leave us a review uh, leave us a fun review. I mean, it's also a great, amazing time for you guys to do that as well. <laughs> um, and then also, Pam, mm-hmm. um, we, besides being on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, are also available where?
1: CastBox. Yep. Castro. Yep. Downcast. Yep. Um, Google Play. Yeah. iHeartRadio. Yeah. Um, Overcast. Yeah. Player FM. Yeah pocket cast yes pod bean
0: yeah is it because you can see this because i'm, so I'm close not to i'm looking up oh you Christopher are is, She's yeah She's i'm looking playing. up okay yep. sorry i'm sorry to mo- ruin your flow and you're you on pod bean
1: pod um, bean still in the pods podcast addict
0: damn it no still in the pods pod bean pod oh pod <laughs> i was just taking just what? to be like a, a, a clock <laughs> But now I'm giving you like... Doo, doo, what doo, is it? I don't know. You ukuleles, totally... ukuleles, pod. You're feeling they're in the tropics. You're in pod.
1: Um, oh, pod paradise. Pod
0: paradise. I'm going to give it to you because I screwed you up. Oh so we're going to get to keep going. Pod paradise.
1: Pod paradise. Pod. Um, wiggling my butt. Tail. Pod tail. <laughs> <laughs> she was wiggling her butt. Yeah. Um. Now am I in the podcast attic? Yes podcast addict yes podcast land yes oh my gosh it's
0: the you've ever gotten
1: I know <sighs> no pressure um, no pressure <sighs> I know there's one in between and I can't think of it because I know it's podcast republic yes that's it is it yes that's next what's next um are we into our we're out of podcasting we're into other words are we in spotify yet radio public spotify stitcher radio
0: and youtube i'm proud of you though that was pretty damn good that was the
1: best i've done screwed up the phone number but yeah
0: i know yeah i mean (laughs) pluses and minuses man man. who's perfect um and that's it man (laughs) chris thank you so much for being on our show (laughs) you're
2: very welcome my pleasure it was really fun
0: Uh, Pam's back to, like, not stressing out over her Whew. quiz,
1: She's celebrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could
2: relax for another week.
1: Yes. <laughs> All right, Pammy, I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our
0: show, where you got to go, Pam?
1: Check out our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.